Welcome to Alexandra and Friends. This is our 125th podcast, or maybe more. <laughs> 110. Good morning. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends. We're at Purple Cow Branding Studio at 13612 Midway Road, Suite 601, Farmers French, Texas. And if you want to come and join us and sit here with us and watch us be silly, we welcome you. Otherwise, watch us at alexandrafriends.com on our podcast for our podcast or on our web on our Facebook Alexander and friends also so we have a great show this morning it's an exciting show but before we open before we tell you all the wonderful secrets we're going to go open, open with our Saturday Shabbat prayer would you take it on Elena yes good morning everyone Shabbat Shalom dear Heavenly Father we just thank you for this beautiful morning that we're here we're alive we're breathing we're thankful for you, for you're the creator of the universe and you are the provider of all over us. And we just thank you for um, this beautiful morning that we are here and let every word that we speak bring you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shalom, Shabbat. Well, we have an exciting show. First of all, I want to say Michelle's not here today. She's with her family. Um, and unfortunately, we, we just pray for her because she has had a very difficult time time this quarter so we're here we have an amazing host filling in for her chair ho 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 have i got news for you <laughs> now so we're going to take just a second for then we come back we're going to have the pledge of allegiance by the clark family children which are amazing we'll be right back i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Wow, they're amazing, aren't they? So good to hear our Pledge of Allegiance when you start a, a prayer or a meeting or whatever you do. Well, we have an exciting exciting day, Elena, and I want to welcome Elena as our, our co-host now. Yes. She's part of our show. Honored to be and, here. Well, thank you so much. We're missing Marcelle. So yes. tell, introduce yourself, Elena, so people will know who you are and what you do. All right. Well, I'm Elena Glassman, and I published my book, Tour Tasting, last May, and that was the Feast of Tabernacle. Uh, yes, it was the Feast <laughs> of Weeks and during Shavuot Pentecost. Um, for my book, and it's 49 chapters of the weekly tour tasting, not commentaries, just insights that I have found uh, from my studies and a lot of personal stories and testimonies. Um, just really want to share the goodness of God in His Word and um, in, encourage people to dig in His Word because there's such richness and goodness of God that and 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 uh, really nuggets and food for for uh, spiritual food for us every day. So I would say you're a very wonderful author. Thank you. That's what I'm going to say. Thank you. Appreciate it. And and this book is sitting right up here on and behind us. And it is at the Purple Cow Branding Studio. So just know if you want to come to the Purple Cow Branding Studio, meet the owner of this wonderful location here and plan your parties, your events, bring your books. Listen, he's being our co-host today. I'm going to turn over to Mr. Rob Bliss. Welcome, Mr. Bliss. Thank you, Alexandra. It, like Elena said, it's an honor to be here. We got, I'm a, can't wait to ask some questions about the judge here. But uh, yeah, we're here at Purple Cow Branding Studios. And that book, it was an honor where um, Elena gifted to Rob's library, which we have over 1,100 books here. And then I want it in a prominent place today. So, thank you. you know, thank you for that gift, Elena. Appreciate and it. I'm it's honored. an honor to have your book in the library. So. Thank you. Well, so now the best is always to the last, but never at the end. I want to bring, I want to welcome, all of us want to welcome a very amazing friend, which I really, really like, a wrestler, former wrestler, a former radio jockey, is that what you call it, a uh, fun person, and this month, he was December was the spotlight for this wonderful man, Honorable Mark Russo, Justice of the Peace in Rockwell County, Prison 3. Welcome, Judge. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm glad I'm here to disappoint you. As you'll see, I'm not fun. <laughs> I'm really boring. And uh, okay, zero personality. <laughs> zero personality. Zero experience on the radio or TV, right? Well, I had the face for radio. Is my you had always the, was it the face or the voice? 
<laughs> oh, I, def- I have neither. I have neither the voice nor the face. Well, it's so funny. When I was when I started at 660 The Answer, that's where I come from. And uh, you were, you know, everybody talked about you. And when, Ma- when Michael said, we are going to have the honor, the judge, Mark Russo, he was, and I said, who is he? He says, he used to be a talk show host. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. So it's an honor to have you here. I've read so much about you. Wow. You're an exciting gentleman. I hope you tell us all the wonderful adventures of your life because I can't believe you're a wrestler. Well, we only have one hour, so oh, we're, darn it. Uh, I'll give you the best. I'll give you the cliff notes. Well, let me let me just take a little bit of uh, just a moment just to wrap up some things. We have very wonderful things coming up, and one of them is election. You want to give us, Elena, tell us when the early voting starts and what we need to do, what's happening, because this is just around the corner. Yes, yes, the primary election starts February 20th, and so make sure you are registered to vote because March 5th is the election day. So the last day to register to vote, if you're not already registered or you have moved to change your residency um, for your voter registration is February 5th. So that's the last day to register to vote. And early voting starts February 20th. This is the primary election. And so you um, can vote on the Republican ballot or you can choose the Democrat Party ballot to vote for all those candidates and you get to pick one nominee in each race for the party so um, really this is going to be a very exciting election year and everybody needs to go research 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 for those candidates and uh, turn out the votes thank you elena remember our show is about life health wealth and love and all our guests come from all walks of life so we bring the, our show is generic so we don't have a specific um we don't talk we want to bring the stories of the people that we invite it's not about us it's about each guest so this is something i always it's funny because somebody asked me what do you talk about we don't talk about anything but about the guests because that's their story is their we call it the walk of life so and the journeys have been wonderful sometimes our journeys have been very sad or very happy or we're going to see what happens with with um with the the guest that we have today because he's supposed to be exciting (laughs) but before i do that no pressure i want to welcome rob bliss who is our sponsor he is the cfo and ceo and owner of the purple cow branding and he was very great he's he's a friend that he brought us here and this is our studio this is our home for as long as he's going to have us until he throws us out but i hope it's never but rob i want to talk i want you to tell a little bit about Purple Cow Branding, what it is, and, and, and invite the public to come here and look at what you have, what you have made this into. Well, great. Thank you, uh, Alexandria. Uh, you know, Purple Cow Branding was started about seven, eight years ago for my passion for small business owners. Um, uh, you know, I being a solopreneur, you know, I've been a solopreneur probably over 30 years, and I've had my many struggles. And so I know how difficult it is, but it, kind of it's the foundation of America. Of You know, like 70% of them, Employment is done by small business owners. Mm. And so they, I want to give back to that community. Uh, you know, it's ta- I went through the hard, uh, the hard road and made many, many mistakes. And now I want to be able to pass that on to, to the young people, to anyone coming out of corporate America wanting to start their own business. I want to help them get that quick start so they don't make those mistakes. They don't go through the hard knocks of owning a business. And so I've created this company, Purple Cow Branding, where we can help them on their marketing, on their sales, uh, at very cost effective for them. I encourage them to come by our office here at, at, you know, at 13612 Midway. We also are getting ready to open up a new business that's going to be uh, the meeting place where you can meet people here. You can put your address here, your phone number. We'll take care of all that for you, make you look like a big company. Uh, And you'll be able to meet other networkers, build your own networking community, and help jumpstart your business. And that's what I'm very excited is to help these people jumpstart their business so they can become successful business owners. Gosh, thank you, Rob. And and I think you've made a difference for not only for us, but for many, many people that come here. I've had the honor of meeting a lot of wonderful people. And you're a member of the MetroCrest Chamber of Commerce. And I, I can tell you that you are very well admired and, and very respected in the business Well, thank world. you. So, thank you. And I appreciate that because I have been an entrepreneur ever since I was 13 years old. And that's all I know how to do is create work and create 
jobs and create people, you know, just just being able to help somebody to start a business mm-hmm. is tough. It's mm-hmm. tough. And trust me, it's tough, when, especially when you're on commissions. Oh, that's really <laughs> tough. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is that you're your own boss, and that makes a big difference. Well, let's now let's let's get to the nitty gritty here. Let's let's bring let's t- let's talk about the 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 guest that we brought here to talk about it. Let, let him give us all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start with the ugly. Okay. <laughs> Judge, it's so. I'm right here. Thanks for calling me ugly. <laughs> well, I was I was very impressed with this doc. And you in December, you you were spotlighted. Uh, December spotlight was honorable Mark. Russo, Justice of the Peace of Rockwell County Prison. And they talked so nicely about you. So I went in and I said, oh, my gosh, this guy has really, mm. When I read pro wrestler, I'm going like, Michael Clark never told me he was a pro wrestler. He's kind of skinny, you know. <laughs> and he worked in radio. Of course I knew that. So tell us about you. Tell us who you are, what you're doing. Are you running for office this time? I, I am up for re-election, and uh, this is going into my fourth term. And as my longtime friend, Ralph Hall, rest his soul, he was a former congressman. But there are only ben two ways to run. Scared, unopposed, and luckily this time I get to go unopposed, so I'm blessed. So I would say they were scared of you. Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> no. well, tell, us, tell us about you and your wife, your family, and a little bit of everything. So we, so they know what, because you know when you look at a judge behind a desk, you're always going like, who the heck is he? What is he all about? But your reviews are tremendous. Well, I, you know, I've been really blessed this year. I, I'm one of three. Center of Excellences for Justice of the Peace. There are only seven Center of Excellences with the uh, Office of Court Administration in the state of Texas. There are seven that have that designation, and I got that designation in June. And it means a lot to me, a little bit more pressure. But I think sometimes with the idea of a judge or anything that you do, everyone has this dry sense. But I think really injustice, I think it's about being human and being calm and using your life experiences as justice of the peace is the people's court. And I think it needs to be approachable. It's customer service. And I think the number one thing that a lot of people about government and everything, it's not about you. It's about the service. And I think sometimes you have to be able to relate and look at it and, and calm down and not think that you're better, but listen, use your, use those approaches. And in business, you don't get good business or return service. It's that customer service, right? Mm-hmm. You listen to what your customers right. need. You listen to what, what's going on in their life. And then you make a decision how to best serve. And that's what I think government should be like. And that's my approach to everyone. Listen, act, and follow through. And, and it's not rocket science, but it's just being human, being, being approachable and being genuine. Be, be the best version of you that you can be. Uh, I'm blessed to have a wonderful wife. I have two wonderful boys at 12 and 5. And, you know, in my job as Just the Peace, we're 24-7. We're your coroner. We go out on death calls at night 24-7. I also am a magistrate, so I have to go and set bonds. So I have the, the, that bond amount and what, what I'm impacting that person's life. And then, of course, I have court, so I do small claims up to $20,000. I do truancy court, so when kids don't attend school. And then I also have criminal class C's. I do dangerous dog hearings. I do mental health hearings. I do all these different things, and I have to be flexible. And then in the middle of the night, I have to stay fresh. So I have to go to God to keep me mm-hmm. calm and, and centered. And I realize that we're always one instance away from having the worst day and the best day. Mm-hmm. And Everyone yeah. has that opportunity. So I think it's how you approach it, how you approach your friendships, and how you have that peace. In eighth grade, I, would, I was voted most likely to be the garbage man. <laughs> and I was given up on. And I actually moved out of my house when I was 14 years old. I lived in neighbors' houses, and then I actually lived out of my car for a brief time. And when you see that nothing is by accident, God has a plan for you. And it is your job to just follow through with that plan. And, and it's all opportunities. And if you think it's punishment, it's punishment. But if you look at it as an opportunity, it's your attitude of it, that defines your altitude. If you don't listen and you feel like you're being punished and you keep going to that negative zone and you live in that negative space, 
negative things are going to happen because that's what you put into the world. That's what mm -hmm. you're building. Mm -hmm. And I realized that surround yourself with the people you want to be around yes. and yes. just open your ears, listen, help, be a blessing to others. And, and, and when you do that way, everything gets better. Mm -hmm. And, and I've been successful because I've allowed that success. But when I grew up, I was around negative people. When you live on the streets, you're around people who failed and they have that negativity. And when I moved to Texas, I started surrounding myself with more positive people. And I started seeing more positive things happen. Wow. And, and I've just been blessed. You're listening to Alexandra and friends. We're also watching us. We're live today streaming and we have our co-host, Elena Glassman, sitting here. We have Rob Bliss, who is our sponsor and also the owner of Purple Cow Branding. And we have Mar Judge Mark Russo from uh, Rockwall County Prison 3. He is on our show. We'd like to invite you. We do have an email, alexandrafincher at gmail.com. And you can go to our and send me emails if you want to ask some questions. We also are uh, Alexandra and Friends. You can subscribe to our podcast. We're, we do our podcast every Saturday, the first Saturday and the last Saturday of every month. And we'd love to have you here in our studio. Judge, um, I want to see, I think Elena has some questions and so does Rob. So can we dwell a little bit on some questions with you? Absolutely. Pretend you're the defendant and we're the judge. <laughs> oh, I can do. All right. I can do that. Let's go. Rob, you you had some questions you had for him. Well, my first question, Judge, would be, when did the light bulb go off? <laughs> Uh, the light bulb, I don't know if it's even on yet. Uh, no, I think it was really early on. So I realized that the value in negotiation and, and what you can do, I found, so I, I got my first championship as a pig calling champion when I was 10 years old. A what? Pig calling champion. Pick yes. Suey, pig calling. Suey. Yes. Very, yes. That was my same look, that same look, because I didn't know what that was. And so there was Sounds this competition at Roscoe Village, this little town. And my mom said, why don't you sign up? They had corn husking and pig calling. I'm like, all right. Well, I was the only one on the list. And at the last minute, 15, 20 kids signed up. I go, I don't want to do it anymore. She goes, what do you have to lose? Do you know anybody? I go, I don't know what this is. <laughs> she goes, just try. And I'm like, I'm going to fail. I, I want out. She goes, no, you're going to do it. I realized that day that the most important lesson, I end up winning my division. Wow. Because if I didn't try, I didn't know. Mm. And so many times people put that barrier of you're going to fail. You're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You're not great enough. You're not what we're looking for. But you don't know. So why would you be afraid? And I think that moment I realized, no, watch me. Well, you, Mark, you can't be a pro wrestler. I don't know that. You don't know that. Give me a chance. Let me see if I can. As a, I became a city councilman in 2008 and people, oh, you're going to fail. I didn't. I became mayor pro Tim. And when I ran for justice of the peace, he's going to be the worst justice of the peace ever. And I said, no, I'm not going to let me be the worst. And I started to keep working at it. And I went around judges that were the best. I Googled best justice of the peace in the state. And I called him up. I go, show me your secret. Show me. Mm -hmm. And I took that approach. I want to be the best. I might not be the best. But I think when you work at something and you go, I don't know the answer. Show me the right way. Tell me what to do. And I think that's when I realized Hey, come in with humility. The same people you see on the, on the way up are the same people you see on the way down. So just treat people right. Wow. Listen, there might be someone that might not look like they're great now, like a homeless person, but they might have a story. Ask them their story. What did you learn from it? Listen, you don't know. Alexander and friends, our guests are from all walks of life, and they all have a story. And you have a story. I think Elena has a couple of questions for well, you. Um, She's thriving I, because I, I think she has. You, I think he has something. Your husband is also in the I, same I world. Saw yes, culinary yeah. degree in there. My husband's a chef, and he's sitting right here. So that's really interesting. Pro wrestler, culinary, radio, TV. I mean, the, you know, broadcasting. And, and yes, and now here are you just as the piece. So I, I'm interested in that piece of of your bio, and um, but what's really interesting also is just as a piece and I never thought about that um, is that 
you're really bringing peace into chaos because people, everything that is presented to you is because there's disputes, there's chaos, and you're there to be the judge of it and and rule the, you know, give the ruling of it. And you really, you that is your title. That's attached to your name now, from now and forever, forever. even when you retire from it. And you really cannot do that job without the Prince of Peace, which we know the Lord Jesus Christ, um, Sar Shalom in Hebrew, it means commander of peace. Uh, h- how would you be, you know, do what you do without that? And that's your faith piece into your job, which is 24-7. That's your life. So tell us about that. So, yeah, I mean, as a corner, I do go into families when someone dies, babies, and and and. I try in that situation make the worst moment of their life not great, but that I can show them the light. And I've had some really, really tough ones. And and it's that approach. But it, what I do is secret is I pray and I ask God for that guidance every single time. It's not about me. It's all things through him. Yeah. Right? And when you learn, and I've realized through my life that when I let God take control— and I let him be the vessel, like, just, God, what do I need to do today? Now, what what am I supposed to do here in this situation? Yeah. When God's in control, it will be much better than you taking the wheel yourself. And it might not seem like at that time, but when I was in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, I, I was the chaplain. And I thought I was being punished because I wanted to be patrol leader. But I kept getting the chaplain. What I didn't realize is that chaplaincy is what made me a better judge. And I had no, I thought it was useless, mm-hmm. but God had something better for me mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I had no idea mm-hmm. why I was in that situation. That's so good. And when I, when I lived on the streets and when I was around it, I can now relate better to a situation. I understand the situation because I've been there. Mm-hmm. And I think I now go, stop, listen, what are they trying to, and truancy, because I was going to be a, a dropout. Culinary saved my life because I, I joined restaurant management in high school because I was going to drop out. And the only place I needed to get food was in restaurant management because they had guaranteed to have food. So I was eating lunch every day. That was the <laughs> whole concept. That's very interesting. That's, that's a very good That's how I was yes. going to survive. I didn't realize I was going to become passionate about it. But then as I learned and got more involved in career, I started realizing the cost of uh, effect of, you know, restaurant management in the business model, I started getting more conservative and I said, okay, now this applies to business. Then it applies to government. And I realized all these things, there was no mistake, right? There was no mistake Mm -hmm. of what was needed for me. And when you realize that and you go, I'm not being punished, I need to listen. And I think that's where sometimes people get mad and they fight back. And that creates that negative energy. Yes. So, wow. so you that's really your story. It's about amazing. turning obstacles into opportunities, right? And seeing that how God can turn this into good. So you have the chance to make an opportunity or take opportunity. But what I always say is never waste an opportunity. That's good. You know, you remind me of somebody that's sitting to my right, right here, uh, Rob Bliss. I think that's what he does with his company. He turns everything into an opportunity. Rob, I, that's what I see. I. What he's saying is what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love what uh, the judge is saying because, again, that's what I'm trying uh, to do. And, and then, you know, learning from him and his story and, and his career. Uh, and I, I had told him earlier, one of the things I missed in my career was having a mentor and now getting the opportunity to meet the judge. And, and you know, maybe I'll be able to email him and make a phone call and learn, you know. it's a No legal sur- advice. You though. know, <laughs> but it's surrounding yourself with good people. And that's what's wonderful. Well, you know, you're, I'm sitting here and I'm listening and, you know, you sort of portray what we've had so many guests and we just and we have so many entrepreneurs and author, young authors and authors that are writing their first book or or they're starting their own business or they have been in business and struggling and you know, you're doing, you're giving them a, a hope and truancy. I think it's a very big thing, issue it today. Is. And that's something that one day I want to do a show on. And I think what you're presenting to that young person in front of you, that there's a better world than what they're looking at. Well, and I think that was exactly where I was coming from is that I was going to be a dropout. And I had a, a guy, a teacher who picked me up by my bootstraps and showed me there was a better way. 
But sometimes we just need to listen and then ask the questions. What's going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem that we have in society right now. We're so busy. We're not going, what's going on in your world? It's all about us, me, 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 me. We live in this me generation. But we got to find out what the cause and the effect is. What What's going on in your world that you're making these decisions? What are we doing and what are we missing? So I don't think I'm giving you legal advice, but I'm going to say that for me, it's listening and recapping. Going, and li- when you show someone you're listening to them, all right, so you believe this, yes, and this is why you do this. When you take that time and let them explain, I think then you get you can make a better decision. It's not about what's my what, you know, nope. When, when you have a predisposed disposition and you don't even want to listen, oh, my gosh, Rob, I don't like that you wore that color shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to you today. Well, you've already shut the door. You've mm-hmm. already made it predisposed. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. act, you know, and find out more about the story. And I think that's where I, one morning I got up and I decided that I wanted to do Alexander and Friends and bring the people's story to, to the front because some people have never heard them. You know, there was one amazing gentleman that I never have forgotten. His name is Mr. Vu. He is a very, very popular man now. He has a tailor shop in Plano, Boo Taylor. And when he told us his story at 660, the answer, we cried. We laughed because he was, when you're saying nobody listens, his parents saved his life. They pushed a boat in Vietnam. The Viet Cong was coming. They were going to kill them. And this mother and father put the two children Mm. and pushed the boat, Hmm. and when he turned, they were dead. They killed them. And he listened, and and he became a very, um, he came to the United States, and he gives back. And he's he's very famous as a tailor, but his story was so amazing. And to think, you're talking about, he listened. He listened to his parents. They got on that boat, and that saved his life, even though they died. They made it to this country to many months and many hurdles. Today is the Vu Taylor in Plano, Texas. And, this, and he had never told the story before. He told it to us. And, you still, and I don't, I'm not sure we have it on podcast at that time or not. But I'm going to bring him back. But this is, a, this, is what a lot of, this is what, to me, is get your story. Who would have ever thought you were going to? I, I didn't. And it was different for me, too, because my grandmother, so my parents got divorced. So my grandma did a lot of raising. She's 99 years old now. Oh, wow. I'm a second-generation wow. American. She was from Ukraine. Um, oh, my goodness. Now, 99 years old, understand, Ukraine at that time was torn apart uh, in World War II. Yes. And my grandmother was put in an, a labor camp, a farming oh. labor camp. And she, my grandfather broke her out. They fled to Philadelphia and then they ended up in Ohio. But the story that she would tell me about the prison camp and the trust and the the things that you see in these old videos and how they treat people. And she instilled those values of don't steal, don't do this, don't do that. But when you come as a, a Living in a household where they're from another country, sometimes that treatment of people, that fear of not knowing something. And, you know, we got called because of Ukraine being a communist, you know, a communist country. And so I remember getting spit on as a kid because I thought they were spies. And and, and that's not true. And it just happens to us Jews also. And Mm -hmm. it's just... But what what you realize is that those experiences, I'm I'm never going to do that. And Mm -hmm. I've had... Even through politics, people wouldn't give me a chance. And I said, well, when I get that opportunity, when the next group comes in, I'm going to give them better than I got. Mm -hmm. They're going to get training. They're going to get that treatment. I'm going to walk them where they need to know. No one's going to fail under me. I'm going to be their mentor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's important. Well, I think Rob has a little question for you. And I I see him writing in his little pad, this little pad he's showing around that he's, you know, (laughs) dealing with. I don't even know what kind of pad that is. But Rob? What, what, could you tell us what you're doing on that little pad? <laughs> well, I'm taking good notes here because the, 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 the story is so great. Why and does that stick figure have a knife? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a great question for, uh, for the judge because I'm very passionate about education 
and I saw on his bio how he won an award uh, by the state about it for, for his involvement in advancing education. Uh, I, you know, I'm involved here in the Farmers Branch Rotary Club, and I've had the opportunity to meet high school principals uh, and get to uh, share, you know, listen to their story. And they're, just this past week, Judge, they were telling me how, you know, teachers, less uh, less people are getting involved in the teaching profession because it's so uh, hard and there's just so much stuff going on on the administrative level. Um, can you, uh, is this something that, that you see yourself and, and are looking at ways to help improve education and improve the teacher situation? So I'm an instructor with the Texas Justice Court Training Center and we train all the judges mm -hmm. across the state Well, that are JPs. So all 254 counties. And I believe that it's really mentorships and accessibility, but also when you teach, and then also I'm on the legislative, when you realize what laws are going in effect and when you're teaching others, you get the best practices. And I think being that example keeps you on the straight and narrow. And I think I don't like it necessarily because when you get awards, that pressure comes on me. I don't do well with pressure. But I feel like that pressure of being that example that you need to be what is right. So I try to make sure the best version of me. So whether it's negative habits, I try to, to eliminate because I want people to see me as that right way and always live that lifestyle. And sometimes you get some of your mentors and your heroes and you see them as one way on the radio and then their real life is the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I strive to be what you see is what you get. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's consistency. And I think consistency in our justice system, consistency in, in your life, consistency in everything we do, it's consistent. You should know what you're going to get from that person. And I think that's what really matters. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. We're at the Purple Cow Branded Studio at 13612 Midway Road, Suite 601. In Farmer's French, we invite you to come and sit here with us at our studio or listen to us on six on alexandrandfriends.com. And we're streaming right now, so if you're there watching us, we appreciate that very, very much. And we've got Judge Mark Russo, uh, who is an amazing wrestler. Was wrestler. Was. But you know what? I met I got him, I met him through the away. I met him through 660 the answer from my 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 producer Michael Clark. He's the one that talked about him all the time and does he have stories about him? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Elena Glassman who is an author and also my co-host and Rob Bliss who is the owner and CFO of Purple Cow Branding who has given us the opportunity to provide us a wonderful studio for Alexander and friends. So judge, I want to ask you a question and I think this is something that I was reading on your, uh, I see that in December you were spotlighted. Honorable Mark Russo, Justice of the Peace, Rockwell County, Precinct 3, the docket. You were, they gave you so many wonderful, um, you, the, your background is tremendous. But one of the questions was, what is the best part of your job? Making a difference. Look, the biggest reward is when you take a person in truancy or death. So, I, I got to be careful because in instances, but I have a situation where a, a four-year-old lost both their parents, mm -hmm. and I took the time with with the family and the brother, and we made sure that we consoled them, and they were able to walk away, at least getting in the right direction. No, it wasn't giving legal advice, but it was it was just listening that moment, right? It wasn't anything it was that I did. Heart. It was just that peace. That's this sort. You know, when you're like, I don't need you to say anything. You ever have that in a good marriage? Mm -hmm. It isn't. You don't. You don't need to talk. Sometimes you just need someone that's going to listen. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. My form, one of my great friends, Bill Cecil. He was the mayor of, Rockwall, the mayor of Rockwall, and he would say sometimes, Mark, in marriage, because I had I had a rough day in my marriage, and I was a brand new in my marriage, and he goes, Mark, sometimes you don't need to talk. In a good marriage, sometimes you just need to listen and say yes. And I realize that is what, as a judge and 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 as a human being and as a friend, and mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. you don't need to talk. Right. Sometimes people just need you to listen. That's yeah. good. You don't need to say anything. You mm -hmm. just need to be the presence. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then what you do after is pray and be that comfort. That's good. I have 
a few good friends in Denton County who are just as the piece as well. Kerbo? And, uh, yes, James Kerbo. Uh, good yes, friend of mine. He's great. And um, so a lot of times when you win the election as JP, just as the piece, and you go in, you really are not familiar with the job. And, and of yeah. course, you do your research before you uh, run the election, uh, hopefully. Some of them do. And so my question is, what's the me- one thing that surprised you the most when you went into being a JP of the county? I thought I knew what I was going to walk into, but I realized how much I didn't know, and it and it's very complex. The JP role is different in all 254 counties. But I thought I was going to be doing death. I thought I was going to do a little bit of court. And then I realized now, I'm like, man, I have this piece over here, I have that piece over there. And time management is really the key mm. because you, you you could do weddings. You have, to, you have this piece here. And then with the magistrations, I have things where I can have a magistration and a death at the same time, and I got to figure out how to make everything work. But everyone has their crisis, so I got to go. Okay, a little bit of this. Sometimes I miss out my lunches. Sometimes you have to sacrifice your family time, and no one wants to give up family time. If, if you're a good ki- parent, you don't want to give up any family time. But that's the sacrifice, and you realize that you kind of give up your freedom a little bit for others. And I think in this job, you have to be selfish. Yeah. You have to realize that it's not about you. And I think you have to come in with humility. And and the other thing is you're not expected to know the answer, but you are expected to get the answer. Yeah. Right. And I think if you think you know it all, you're going to fail. Yeah. But if you come in with humility and go, all right. And, I, and for me, it's well, I have a method I call stop, drop and roll. Stop, drop and roll. Oh, I all like right? that. So remember Dick Van Dyke used to do how to put out a fire? So this is how you put out a fire in your life, all right? Whenever you get all that chaos, stop what you're doing. Drop to your knees, pray, and enroll with what God has planned for you. Absolutely. Very good. This is is stop, drop, and roll. You're Elvis Presley number two. I guarantee you that's (laughs) how you put out a fire in your life, all right? And when we make mistakes, whatever it is, when do you make a mistake? Is because you rush your judgment and you're like, I, I got to do yep. something. I have to do something. That's if I don't do something right now, no, stop. Think about it first. Drop to your knees. Pray real quick. Pray real quick. Prayers can be anywhere from thirty seconds to whatever to, to whatever you want. But the issue is, take the time to think it out and pray on it and use that discernment before jumping into a problem. When you rush. That's when you start to set failure up. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you don't need to do that. Never. If you don't have the answer, good judges will stop, take consideration, and come back. Take your breaks. Take your time. Whether you're selling a house. Is the house right for you? What's going on in the business deal? What do you need in a business deal? When you're tasting a wine, you don't just drink a wine, right? You don't just chug it, right? You don't just grab the bottle and pull it back. Why do they tell you to taste it? Swish it around, get the full flavor, take your time. Right. That's how you enjoy wine, right? Mm-hmm. That's the basic of life. And I think that's what food taught me. I think that's what pro wrestling taught me was how to know the audience. And then I think as a court, it was realizing that patience in that time. It's their day. It's their just it's you might think, oh, it's just another docket. To them, it's their whole life. Yeah. Take time. You know, it's interesting. Yesterday, I was at the um, Pentecost uh, Chamber luncheon for the um, women's um, club. And there was a young lady that came and grabbed me by the name of uh, Kennedy Hughes. And she's maybe 16, 17 years old. And you're talking about And she grabbed me by my shoulders. And she says, do you remember me? And I said, well, you're taller than I am. I know that. But she says, you spoke in one of our, we had the um, boot camp for the Chamber mm-hmm. of Commerce, the cha- uh, Farmers mm-hmm. Branch Chamber of Commerce, and I was a speaker in one of her groups. Oh. And she said she made a, ch- she's 16, going on 17, and yesterday she was at this luncheon. And I, I was taken aback because she grabbed me and she says, you made a difference in my life when you spoke. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to be, and I want to come and be just like you, and I want to be in, in the real estate world. Her name is Kennedy. Uh, oh. and, and, and she sent me an email, and it, 
really made a difference. You're right. I heard, I listened to it. There was a whole group, and they all had questions. And But for her, I, you know, I didn't recognize her when she came yesterday, and I, I took a picture with her, and she said, you made a difference. I decided I'm 16. I'm going to be 17 soon, mm-hmm. but I know what I want to do. And that really gave me, and I said, God, I always ask God, where, where am I going? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Am I ready for it? But it just, you're right. I listened, and I was with them, and it was a class of, I think there were like 20 people. It was our boot camp, remember, uh, Rob? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah, we had the yeah. Palmer's Branch Chamber has a great boot camp, or now Metrocrest. Uh, but that made a difference. You know, and you're right. You have to listen. Yes. Or just give a little bit of yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow, what an amazing show, don't you think, Rob? Yes. Today? Oh, love it. What else do you have for him? To, I mean, we're our, our show's going to come here soon, pretty quickly. We got about ten minutes left, so let's make it a. Okay, I've got one, uh, one, one last question. Is you know, uh, you became don't ever a, say last question. Uh, okay, <laughs> you were a successful city council member. Then you that's subjective. Okay. Depending <laughs> you talk. Then you were the mayor pro tem. So I'm, you know, when I'm reading this, I'm thinking, well, this, hey, this guy is going to, you know, be the mayor. He's going to go on to Paul. Then boom, switch into justice mm-hmm. of the peace. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. How did that happen? Um, <laughs> true story. I didn't think I was going to do it. Uh, actually, I was at work where Mike worked at the time. The name is Six Sixty. The answer. And I was asked to run for JP, and I said no. I'm not going to do it. And this was at one o'clock. In the morning or the afternoon? Afternoon. Okay. Now, it was the last day of filing. And at three o'clock, I got a second phone call. Hey, really, really, you're you're wrong. You really need to do this. I said, thank you, but no thank you. I'm just not ready. Four (laughs) o'clock comes around. I get the phone call. Please, please, please. I said, no. I don't, and all of a sudden I stopped. I go, wait, 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 wait. God, are you testing me? What, what am I going to die three times? Is this a God thing? I said, no, hold on. I need to rethink this. I said, well, let me make a phone call and let me see. So the deadline to file is six o'clock. I got my paperwork in at 5.59. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. But sometimes when you feel that little tap on your shoulder, mm-hmm. right? God's telling us you need yeah. to listen. And he's always talking to me. Mm-hmm. He's always talking. Now, it might not be the audible thing, but right. it's like it's that slow whisper. Of, listen, this is what I want. There's little hints. And I think right. God puts you in that position mm-hmm. where he gives you subtle context clues. Whether you get it or not doesn't mean the clues weren't there. And when you look back, like I talk about the chaplaincy program, Mm -hmm. there were context clues of what was next, even though at the time I had no idea that they would come back around. 24 years ago or 23 years ago, I met Mike. Never did I think that that would be 20 years later. You don't know who's going to impact your life. You never know why that friendship matters. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny that you're saying that. Because that's where I met Michael at mm-hmm. 660, The Answer. And actually, I met him. <clears throat> it was really weird because when I started at 660, The Answer, I had a different producer that didn't like us. <laughs> Just didn't like us. Because we were so new. I, I'd never done a show before. I woke up one morning and I said to my husband, I want to start a show, a radio show. And he says, well, you never stop. So I would call my friend um, V. Um, and I called her up. I said, we're going to meet. We're going to have a show. And she says, what kind of show? I said, we're going to have a radio show. And then we called Courtney Hatchuk, and we told her to come and have coffee with us. And she says, well, what are we doing? So, well, you need to come over. And they, we sat down at Starbucks, and I said, we're starting a show at 6.60, the answer. It's going to be called Alexandra and Friends, and we're starting... Monday or Monday is our first show. And Courtney looks at us and says, I don't even know you. <laughs> but we started. But our producer, when the moment Michael came, because our producer didn't like us. So they said the second producer didn't like us because V uh, speaks a little bit. She's Portuguese and didn't understand her. So Michael came in the door and my heart opened. And I've been with Michael going on my third year now. And he took his chance to sit here with us, Michael mm-hmm. Clark, and bring the show. And I hope that one day that we're as famous as, uh, as 660 The Answer and, and that Rob, um, with his blessing, will continue the show and keep it on. But 
the, you're right. The impact that and and I'm not that easy to get along with. And and <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. And I call Michael at different times of the day and night. Michael, but he's amazing. So. You're right. Look at the connection. You met him. Dragging me into the political campaign. Oh, my God. And all that stuff. Yes. Yes. So, but yes. And then I met Rob and here we are sitting and this is where we don't know what tomorrow will be, but look at the chain. And then I met Elena and now look at Elena's book is sitting right back here. That's right. Who would have ever thought your book was going to be on the shelf? I didn't. There's no coincidence. There's There's no coincidence. There's never a coincidence. No, I've, okay. I want to, I want to ask you this because we've, a lot of us have watched Judge Judy. Uh-huh. Have you? Okay. So uh, when you watch it, how, how, how realistic or how, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a chef watching another cooking show. It's kind of like, you know, so I want to get your take on those shows, the people's court. I mean, they're well, entertaining. I mean, they're, shows, but... they're meant to be entertaining. So there was a show and there was a judge, uh, Paul Raleigh, oh, wow. uh, and he had a TV show and uh, Constable Matt Carpenter was his bailiff and and uh, and they're good friends of mine, but when you see it on the show, and of course they would tell you, "Hey, that was you know partly entertainment." I think that those are for appearances. But I would tell you what's ironic is my favorite show growing up was Night Court. Night, yeah, yes. right. Mine Love too. Court. So, so Love Harry it. T. Stone, and I kind of feel like I'm kind of like that Harry T. Yeah. Stone in that sense because I wasn't, you know, it's not your normal idea of what a judge is. And I think that mindset, but I think that for me, what I would say is yelling and, and, and animation, I think for me, that that's not my style. But what I would tell you is, and of course, with any other courts, I can't judge anyone else. I can only be the best version of me and I want to be the best Mark Russo. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that my version of what a judge should be like or what a, a person should be like I'm hoping my story is much more. I like I believe I'm one of one. There's not another Mark Russo. And I can give you my advice, but Rob can't understand because he's not me. He's not the same height. He doesn't look the same. And and I, so what God made me so unique, that's what I need to bring out. Exactly. Right? It's what you are. And I think that when we talk about the friendship, is circle is Iron sharpens iron. Yes. And all friendships, when in marriage, they tell you that you're supposed to be equally yoked. Well, what about your friendships? I believe your friendships should be equally yoked. If they're not the same type, you shouldn't be in that friendship. Exactly. That's not a friendship. That is very true. You just made the right. That's correct. That's correct. It's got to be from the heart. It's got to be that. Yes. And if you can't do that, again, I think that's where we get offset, right? So... Those shows are for entertainment. But when you realize that, but that's where people come in and they, they go off and I have people come into my courtroom and they, they do all these antics. I'm like, stop, breathe, yes. calm down. Well, do, what you were saying, stop, breathe. We're going to stop for a second and bring our commercial uh, advertisers on and we'll be right back. All right. Stop, drop. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. We also have Rob Bliss, who is our proud sponsor of Purple Cow Branding, and he's sitting with us. He's going to be hosting with us a few times a year. And Rob, thank you so much. I want to thank you for allowing us to be part of you. So I hope you enjoyed what we are and what we're bringing to you. Oh, this is a, it's a great honor for having your show here, Alexander, and just meet these special people, these guests that you bring on. It's just what a gr- great experience. What about Michael? Michael. Michael, he, he's the man. He makes it all happen. And, it, you know, it wouldn't, it, this wouldn't happen without Michael. So How about G? He's G. hiding somewhere. He's there. He's watching. Yep. Very thankful for working G. Working hard. Very yep. working hard. Well, I think it's it's a matter of bringing, you know, it, always people say you've got to bring the right people. No, the right people come to you. You don't bring them. Somebody, I was having a meeting last night, and this person wants to run. She says, how do I bring people, how do I get the people to come? I said, well, my God builds the a temple, and they come, right? So you have to bring the people to you. And it's so funny because yesterday I was at the luncheon. There was a lot of women there, a lot of things. And they kept saying, oh, there's Alexandra, Alexandra and Friends. There's Alexandra with Alexandra and Friends. And it was amazing to hear that because I've created a little, a little show that 
affects a lot of people, and that's very important. Well, real quick, I'm just going to tell you who our next guest will be because I think you're going to enjoy knowing. Uh, February the 2nd, we have Michael Gallops, who is our new president of the Metro Crest Chamber of Commerce, which is Addison, Carrollton, and Farmers Branch Chamber of Commerce. He'll be our guest on, on the February the 2nd. February the 24th, we have an amazing man, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, who will be our guest, and we're looking forward to just really enjoying him and hearing all about him. And I believe March 2nd is uh, your guest. Uh, yes, Representative uh, Kronda Timish, and she's going to talk about legislative issues. So that's um, people need to uh, tune on Absolutely. Tune in and listen. And March 27th, we have Navigating Your True Identity, which I think is going to be an amazing show. So we've got some amazing shows, and I can't wait to sit here and 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 uh, G is working on something exciting because we're going to have, when I was at 660 The Answer, we had the pictures of all the guests that were coming. And G is creating the same thing on our, for our new guests that are coming in. So you'll see yourself on that. Uh, it's been an I amazing show. I would not show. want to see that. <laughs> you know what? I don't even look at, like looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh, man. But you know what? Michael told me one day what, something very important. This is my show. Right, Michael? Yeah, it is. Alexander, friends, is my show, so if we want to put you there because you're such a handsome man, <laughs> you know. Whatever you say, I'm not here to argue. We've had an amazing morning today. Uh, Michael, how are we doing on time? We're ready to wrap up. We're ready to wrap up. Well, thank you, first of all, to all those guests that are watching us. Please don't forget, you can go to Alexander and Friends and subscribe to our website, to our, uh, to our podcast, or you can go to any social media and subscribe to our podcast on that, alexandraandfriends.com. You can also go, I'm going to let um, Mr. Bliss tell you how to get to his website. We've got www.purplecowbranding.com. And Judge, how do they get hold of you? Um, uh, they, they, they better not be in front of your court, right? Yeah. Um, That's a good way to get hold of really, you? Really, we... You, you can look... Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't have any contacts. Um, I guess uh, you can contact Mike Clark. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and where are you located, sir? I'm located in Rockwell County. Um, we're in the big courthouse, but also um, I, I live in McLean Chisholm, and I just live in the, the greatest county in the world. Absolutely. And Elena, how do people get hold of you? It's elenaglassman.media. elenaglassman.media. Look in the comments right now. That's right. And this, and you can box. get hold of Alexandra at alexandrafincher.com, or you can go to my website, Alexandra Fincher. If you pull Alexandra, you'll find me there. So my name is simple and easy. I want to thank you so very much for being here today with us. I want to thank Michael for producing this show, and our show will be uh, live here, and or you can go to our podcast in about a couple of hours. And I want to thank my, Judge Mark Russo for taking his time away from a very busy court. Would you do court on Saturdays? Well, I, I did work this morning, yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for yep. being here. It is seven days a week. And don't forget that we have a place where you can come and meet and uh, bring uh, clients and have uh, meetings and all that wonderful stuff. Elena, thank you for being here today again. We miss you, uh, Marcel. Uh, yes. I we hope to see you here very soon. Rob, thank you again for taking your time to be our, our co-host you bet thank and you. our sponsor and and thank you for everything michael thank you so much for producing the show we welcome you we'll see you again on february the 2nd with michael gallops who will be our guest and he is amazing and he has a story and he's got a good story thank you so much for seeing our show today this is alexandra and friends and have a blessed 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 the rest of the year and the rest of the day 